Welcome to this podcast episode of Narcissists in Divorce, The Narcissist Trap. I'm Dr. Supriya McKenna. I'm a former family doctor, but my life's true work is working with people who have fallen prey to narcissistic relationships of any kind. But I'm particularly busy in the area of divorce. Over the last few years, I've been very proud to become an Amazon best-selling author on the subject of narcissism, and my brand new book, Narcissists in Divorce, From Love Locked to Leaving, is out right now on Amazon. That's the first book in the Narcissists in Divorce series, and the follow-on to that will be out in the spring, and that's called Narcissists in Divorce, From Leaving to Liberty. And please do note that although I use the word divorce, these books are equally applicable to anyone leaving a serious intimate relationship with a narcissist, whether they are married or not. I also have a book out called The Narcissist Trap, The Mind-Bending Pull of the Great Pretenders. And that book might be useful in helping the people around you who are supporting you to understand more about what happened to you and about narcissism generally. I'm also the co-author with British divorce lawyer Karen Walker of Narcissism and Family Law, a practitioner's guide. And between us, Karen and I have trained thousands of family law professionals in narcissistic personality disorder, including judges, lawyers, mediators and social workers. For further narcissism resources from me, please do visit thelifedoctor.org or drsapria.com. And that web address has the doctor fully spelt out. In this episode, I hand over to Karen to share her top tips for divorcing a narcissist. Navigating your way through the court process when your spouse is a narcissist. Today, I want to talk to you about the role which the court system may play in your quest to achieve separation from your narcissistic partner or spouse. You could not be criticised for thinking that the family court is the environment where you will achieve justice and maybe even some form of retribution. It is important to understand the limitations of the court system. It is also vitally important to understand how a narcissist might manipulate the court process to their own advantage. First of all, I want to make it clear that I'm not in any way making any criticism of either the the judiciary or the court staff, all of whom work extraordinarily hard to perform their respective roles in the most difficult of circumstances. When you first meet with your legal representative, they will discuss process options with you. In the very early stages of the process, this may be a great deal to take in, especially if it took enormous courage to leave the relationship which you found so difficult and you are feeling confused and vulnerable. Options such as mediation and the collaborative process may seem like the last thing which you would want to engage in as they involve significant discussion, possibly face-to-face, with the person who actually you would prefer to stay away from. 
The court sounds like a familiar and safe environment. It is something you have heard of. The judge surely will make sure that you are treated fairly, or so you hope. It is vitally important that your legal representative themselves properly understand the dynamics of the situation in which you find yourself. Your actual objectives are to get out of your relationship as quickly and cost-effectively as you can. The personal welfare of yourself and any children is just as important as resolution of financial matters and child arrangements. If you do have children, you need to acquire the necessary skills to deal with ongoing child arrangements with the other narcissistic parent. It is correct that certain methods of out-of-court dispute resolution are unlikely to be beneficial or successful where a narcissist is involved. For example, classic mediation, i.e. meetings between the couple with a jointly instructed mediator may simply provide an environment for triangulation. The mediator is another person to attempt to manipulate, to charm and to win over. The process can easily become just an expensive game and possibly a complete waste of time. Similarly, the collaborative process is unlikely to be a successful environment. Although the rules have been amended so that now it is possible to progress to an adjudicative system, i.e. arbitration, with the same legal representative if agreement is not achieved via the meeting process, it is still an opportunity for your narcissistic spouse to meet with and become highly critical of your own lawyer undermining the representation which you are receiving and causing you to feel confused and vulnerable all over again. The out-of-court processes which are most likely to be successful are the following, hybrid mediation, the certainty project and arbitration. You will find that family lawyers tend to label processes. In part, that is because certain standards are attributed to out-of-court processes and for the lawyers or other professionals within the family justice system, it is important that they adhere strictly to the guidelines which relate to each particular type of process. However, as out-of-court dispute resolution continues to rise to the fore, not least as a consequence of the further difficulties experienced by the court system during the period of lockdown, family professionals are tending very much more to focus on outcome and the needs of their client, using all of the processes available, but tailoring them to suit the particular needs of the individual client so that rather than putting processes into silos or overusing labels, 
what one is looking at is an overriding objective and the best method to achieve that. Let me talk in turn, however, about the three methods which I have identified and you will see that overlap is significant. Hybrid mediation can be very much more successful than its previous more straightforward counterpart known as classic mediation. Hybrid mediation is the merging of the civil and family mediation models. What that means is that it is a process where the mediator can, if necessary, hold confidences and can meet with the parties to the process in separate meetings. Those separate meetings can also be attended by the individual lawyers so that the couple have legal advice with them throughout the process, which can be extremely beneficial. Whilst the mediator would prefer not to hold confidences as their objective is to try to encourage the couple, perhaps ultimately to meet face to face and certainly to alight on a set of proposals which they understand and with which they can move forwards. They will, however, hold confidences where that might assist the negotiation. For example, each of the couple might tell the mediator what they really want to achieve and what they are prepared to compromise over if that can be achieved. For the, for the spouse of the narcissist, this can provide a very safe environment, enabling them, supported by their lawyer, to tell the mediator that actually they don't want the absolute best overall financial settlement. They want enough to enable them to move forwards with a reasonable standard of living, but more importantly, they want to get their life back as quickly as they can and with as little disruption and legal cost as can be achieved. The mediator can move between the couple and understand the dynamics of the couple in a way which enables them to facilitate discussion and negotiation through separate rooms, managing the process, which can be quite complex and also um, involve much conflict. But the skills which the mediator will have as a consequence of their advanced training may well enable them to achieve an outcome with which both of the couple can be content. In the event that some or all of the issues cannot be resolved through mediation and discussion, Ultimately, an arbitrator can be appointed to make a decision. The arbitration process is a bespoke process. It is very much more time and cost efficient than the court process, although it follows effectively parallel lines. Your arbitrator, although paid, will be selected from a group of highly qualified individuals and will devote the entirety of the time allocated to your case. This means that they will be fully conversant with the papers, something which unfortunately the court process does not 
always allow the judge to achieve. They will be instructed to work diligently in order to provide an adjudication which is fair and considered. Such adjudication can be made available within a matter of weeks rather than the months moving often into more than one year, which can be the situation in court. The Certainty Project is a new way of working which has been developed to combine solicitor negotiation, mediation, often hybrid mediation, and arbitration to create an environment within which a case can be managed to its conclusion. An arbitrator will be appointed at the outset to deal with all of those interim issues which might arise and which can be so difficult to adjudicate in the court process because of the length of time it takes for each interlocutory application to be listed for a hearing. If the arbitrator is required to make a decision over the wording of a joint instruction to a valuer or a pension expert, over an issue relating to disclosure or any other point which can arise, that arbitrator is only an email away and can be jointly requested to make any decision on a bespoke basis which is required to move the case forwards. The arbitrator who has control of the process will not necessarily be used to provide an adjudication unless negotiation or mediation does not achieve an outcome with which the couple can move forwards. They know throughout the process, however, that the adjudication is a possibility. They also have an understanding at the outset of the maximum costs which are likely to be incurred if an adjudication is required, and therefore settlement at an earlier stage will result in a cost saving. This knowledge of the saving of costs can assist hugely in the negotiation, because there is an amount of what one might describe as dead money which is available to hopefully balance the situation one side or the other without taking the resources out of the overall family pot. If you're wondering whether your partner really is a narcissist, please do check out my online course, Is My Partner a Narcissist? Knowing for sure. And if you want to understand narcissistic behaviours, you may be interested in my Demystifying the Narcissist online course. Both are available on drsapria.com. Although any form of out-of-court process requires the agreement of both parties, the judiciary do have the ability to refer matters out of the court process to some form of out-of-court method and are being actively encouraged to do so, not least as a consequence of the quite inordinate delays 
which are being occasioned within the court system. These are processes which you should ask your legal advisor about at an early stage, as it is very important that you have a full understanding of what is available and what might be beneficial to you. If those cases which do not need to be within the court process can be resolved via some other means, the system will become less overstretched and will be better placed to deal with those cases which have no alternative other than to be handled there. So why should court be avoided? Do bear in mind that in some circumstances you may have no choice other than to work within the court system. I have already explained that in order to use out-of-court methods, agreement is necessary. The court process suffers from horrendous delay and also very unresponsive communication methods. The administration system is overstretched lines of communication are poor. The delay and inefficiency of this system both serve to increase legal fees significantly. Do remember that your narcissistic partner or spouse may have no desire whatsoever to bring matters to any kind of conclusion. Delay and inefficiency may therefore suit them. Whether you have had the audacity to end the relationship of your own volition or if abusive behaviour and one affair too many has driven you to have no choice, the narcissist will want to punish you but also will not want to let you go. The court system provides the perfect arena for this. Although ostensibly the court can regulate the process between you both, the delay which is inevitable can have a devastating impact. For example, if you are receiving no financial support and need to make an application for interim maintenance, it may well take weeks or even two to three months for a court date to be secured. Then, just before the hearing, the respondent offers you a sum which is too little to provide proper support but perhaps enough to make the hearing not worthwhile. An application for interim maintenance is very much a broad brush approach by the court to tide you over until such time as a full and proper assessment can be made. In the meantime you have incurred significant legal fees, perhaps more overall than actually the short-term maintenance is worth. But it is not worth going to the hearing just to see if you can get a costs order. What an invidious situation you may find yourself in. Be cautious before you place yourself in this kind of situation. It may in fact be better to take out some kind of commercial loan, a hard loan with a bank, or perhaps a zero-rated credit card that can provide you with some form of facility to tide you over in the short term. Borrowing from friends or family may not be the right answer 
as unfortunately such debts are treated as soft loans and may not be repaid in the overall context of resolution of financial matters. A full financial remedy application within the court process can easily take t- ten- can easily take 12 to 18 months to conclude. It also provides another stage for the narcissist, a system which is overstretched, inefficient, poorly administrated through no fault of the administrators, provides an environment where manipulation rises to the fore. Your spouse will be requested to provide financial information, but what happens if they don't? Yes, you can apply for a further order known as a penal notice to compel them to do so, but weeks may pass before this can be dealt with by the court. In the meantime, information provided already becomes outdated. The whole disclosure situation becomes a complete mess. The court process is a three-stage process. The first deals with disclosure and ideally there needs to be a clear understanding of what the resources are before you can move to the second stage which is a without prejudice negotiation with the judge. If that fails you will move to an adjudicative hearing known as a trial where a judge will make a decision. As a consequence of the months and months which will elapse as you go through this Valuations will change, updating information will be required. Circumstances may change, for example, one of the couple may be made redundant or receive a pay rise. Endless updating information can be provided. If the information is not to hand, do you lose the hearing date and risk further delay or simply ask for adverse inferences to be drawn? Will this be successful? In Children Act proceedings, the situation can be even worse. Narcissistic parents will regrettably weaponise their children. They have no empathy or understanding of their children's needs. It is not unheard of for a narcissistic parent to make false accusations about the other parent's treatment of the children, suggesting some form of physical or emotional abuse. Of course, the court must proceed with caution and not allow the children to be placed in a situation which might be dangerous. As a consequence, it is highly likely that there will be no contact or only supervised contact with the parent against whom these allegations are made while the allegations are investigated. This may take months to achieve. A CAFCAS or Court and Family Reporter will be appointed to provide a report. They will have the opportunity to speak with both parents, any other relevant adults and also the children. Unfortunately, they are desperately overstretched and therefore the length of time required for such report to be prepared can be 20 to 26 weeks or longer. In the meantime, nothing happens so far as the progression of the application. An independent social worker is an alternative, but unfortunately these are very few and far between. They are also a facility which requires funding, whereas the CAFCAS officer comes as part of the court system. 
also if one parent refuses to agree either to the use of an independent social worker or to their identity, this is a method which is no longer available. As months go by, children adapt to seeing little or nothing of one of their parents, which may be entirely unfair. Costs increase. It is very unlikely that a costs order would be made in Children Act proceedings against either parent, as the court will generally take the view that issues involving children should be properly considered by the court if raised. What you need to do is look at what could encourage a narcissist into out-of-court methods of dispute resolution. The fact that they are innovative, very much the front end of progressive approaches, the narcissist will be special using something which only the best people consider. This may appeal to their grandiose side. Remember that a narcissist needs to win. You must stay one step ahead. And if you're going to use the out-of-court processes available, make them feel like they are going to win, a little bit like a game of chess. At the same time, always staying one step ahead, as I've said, and knowing what your objectives are and how you're going to achieve them, using your legal representation and also the other professional support available to achieve this. Only find yourself in court because you have absolutely no alternative. Make sure that you understand the tactics needed. Always look at alternatives alongside. Make sure you fully understand what lies ahead of you and ensure that you have the support and resilience to deal with it and also the financial ability to meet the costs that will be involved. Stay focused on your objectives and don't allow the narcissist to take control. You have taken a big step away from abuse and manipulation and you need to keep hold of the control of your life that you have regained. My brand new book, Narcissists in Divorce, From Love Locked to Leaving, is out now. For more information and online courses about narcissism, please do check out my websites, thelifedoctor.org or drsapria.com.